Hello there, and thank you for tuning in to this Monday pod of Born to be a Star. Can I get a hey there? Hey, happy Monday, yay, and welcome to the pod of Born to be a Star. Today is another day. It's the day after Sunday. Yesterday was the day of Sabbath for me, as it always is. I do not work on Sunday. Uh, Typically, there's times where I'm asked to participate in things, and I typically do it, but... You know, I try to go out of my way to make sure that day is designated for God. Uh, This process of becoming Roman Catholic is truly amazing and truly inspiring. Um, While the world goes through its insanity, I'm getting closer to God more so than I've ever been. I like the idea that on Sundays I look forward going to church. I like um, our father, our priest at the church. I like the idea of Catholicism, and I like that I'm learning more about it and I'm becoming a part of a parish. I'm not questioning if I'm a part of this community. I already know that I am. So I'm very grateful for that on this Monday. And did you know that you're a star wherever you are? Did you know that your reflection in the mirror is a reflection of who you're becoming and who you are? It's a reflection of what's next on your journey of what you're going to do next. Looking in the mirror, you should know how amazing you are. You should know how you can accomplish anything you put your mind to. (coughs) Why not? Why not do amazing things? Why not be unapologetic doing it? Why does everything have to just be one way versus another? Saying yes, I can, knowing that you can decide you want to start a new job or you can venture into that hobby that you wanted to do. If you like video games or you like comic books like I do, um, why can't you venture into it more? If you want to change your favorite color or you want to decide that you want to rearrange your room or house, Why can't you do that? Say, yes, I can. And yes, I can goes deeper than that. If there's something in your life that is not working for you, yes, you can change it. And you don't have to feel bad about changing it. That's the whole point. Life sometimes makes you feel like you can't do something. And I'm here to tell you, yes, you can. And I'm also here to tell you, never give up, just like John Cena has said. I would like to thank John Cena, and I would like to thank the idea of Yes, I Can for getting me through every day. Not just every day, but every moment of the day. Staying positive and happy is very difficult sometimes. But I figured it out, and I hope that you know my positivity somehow gets passed from me to you, wherever you are. Um, I truly, truly, truly do believe that the only way we're going to be able to exist in this world is that we figure out that we all have to work together, regardless of the color of our skin, regardless of our ethnicities or our backgrounds or where we're originally from, what street we grew up when we were five. Regardless of all of that, if we look past those small things and we look into each other, it's just endless. Moving into the next part of our conversation, let's get into no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So it's almost been a week, right? And we still don't know who's uh, getting the Senate. I was really hoping that the Republicans were going to be able to pull it off and just get it, but that's looking like it's not going to happen. But on a positive note, if the, Repub- the Republicans are likely going to get the House. I'd like to say I just don't know what's wrong with America. Um, Skip said something to me that I think is very, very important. 
he said to me, how is it that people that are voting for things, oh, here's what he said. I completely forgot. Instead of it being Gen Z, it's Gen Free. Because the younger group of people are the reasons why the Democrats won in the United States. Single women voted for Democrats because they're getting a handout from the government. And I know you're questioning what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to push off a lot of my listeners. If you're listening to me and you are getting a free handout from the government, nothing you're getting is free because you're not actually living your life. Like, you're barely getting by. That's not living. That's surviving. Surviving isn't the same thing as living. And I'm not going to be that person. I like nice things, right? I like getting a latte for my breakfast before I go to work, right? I like having my hair done and my nails done, right? I like driving a nice car. I like having reliable equipment. I like having a nice life. I'm not saying I don't need all of that, but I'm telling you what I like. Which tells me what I don't like. The government isn't for me. It doesn't have anything to offer me that I can't offer to my own self by myself. I don't want to just blame the Republicans for what happened last Tuesday. Because I don't think it was their fault. I just want to tell you that it's likely... There's not going to be any student loan forgiveness. Thanks, Biden. You're a liar. Um, For all you people that are just voting because you're getting things free, nothing's free. You're giving something away. Your hopes and your dreams is what you're you're putting there so you won't aspire to do something totally incredible. Are you really willing to not live your life to the fullest so you can get a free handout? How does that work exactly? I've had a job since I was 12. Maybe I didn't start a career when I was 12, but I understood the idea of responsibility at a very young age. I babysat for neighbors. I worked as a camp counselor. I did a lot of things at a very young age. I had my own checking account before I was 16. Like, I've done a lot of things. Responsibility. These people don't know what responsibility is. It's not okay for us to just blame Trump for everything. It's not his fault that we lost. I know Ben Shapiro wants to go on his show and said, say that if Trump hadn't picked these ridiculous candidates, we'd be in a better position. But if Trump didn't pick these ridiculous position uh, candidates, what position would we actually have been in? What do you think, Skip? I think I'm happy the House was taken. No recession, dummy can't do anything. Yeah, you heard that? At least when the House is taken... Nothing's going to pass because it has to go through the house to pass. So this isn't bad. Not at all. And even if we don't get the Senate this year, we are 100% getting the Senate in 2024. And when I say we, I mean me, I mean us. Because I know that the Democrats want to say that they're the minority, but they're the majority. But honestly, quite honestly, they're the minority. Nobody wants to jump on the progressive ship. With universal basic income, which is income being given to people that don't need it. And here's a question for you, right? If you're working for your salary, whatever it may be, if it's a high salary, if it's like 25000 whatever it is, and you're going to work and you're busting your ass for that salary, do you really, really, really 
want somebody to be able to get something that hasn't done anything to add up to what you've done. How's that fair? It isn't fair, is it? I want you to ask yourself, when's enough enough? Why are we giving handouts to people that don't deserve it? Question mark. Why aren't we taking into consideration that we're in debt and we need to end this war in Ukraine? Question mark. Why isn't anybody saying anything about the fact that the Biden administration is clearly out of touch with reality? Kamala Harris is not a good look for them. Yeah, and I know she's like uh, a mixture of different races where she pretends like she's black, but she isn't. Okay, let's talk about that again. She's not black. And I know people just want to say she's of the nation that could be black, but she isn't. So let's not lie. It's a lie. Like when the chick from uh, Canada or whatever it was, what what state was that? I can't even remember her name. I hate her so much. I can't remember her name. Honestly, pretending you're one race or then denying, pretending that he was in you know, the war and he was a veteran. How are you going to pretend to be a veteran or pretend that you're a race that you're not? I've never understood that. During my entire life, I've always admitted I'm, um, I'm, a, I'm a variety of different things. Um, you know, I've also always made the joke that I'm like worldwide because I'm German and I'm Irish and I'm a little bit of Native American, Portuguese. You know, I've got a lot going on, which is why my skin tone is like, it looks like I'm just always tanned. Which is not a bad thing. Like, I love my skin tone. I love my hair. I love everything about myself. And I have grown to love myself. But you have a party with politicians that are lying about their ethnicity. The vice president of the United States of America is claiming to be black and she isn't. Remember when they gave Obama a hard time? Why aren't we giving that same hard time to Kamala Harris? What's the disconnection there? What's up with their reaction to Elon Musk on Twitter, too? Do they think that the reaction to him is going to be that he's just going to let them do whatever they want? And why is he acquiescing to them? I talked about it in weeks before. Twitter cannot be just for the Democrats because they had control over it for a long time. And that's why Twitter is likely going into bankruptcy. You know why? Because you don't have a lucrative business that's operating and making money. Anyway, moving on from that to something even better, let's move into the first part of our conversation. Thank you for tuning into this um, Monday version of No Media Allowed. And Democrats suck, and I'm just going to say that. And I also want to point out the fact before we get off of this, Pennsylvania voted for John Fetterman to win and it's likely they did that because he was claiming he had a disability. He doesn't have a disability. He had a stroke. Don't turn it into something that it isn't. He is a bad candidate because he is far left and he is a lunatic. What do I mean? He is a lunatic. He thinks that felons from jails need to be set free and he wants to get rid of fracking in that area of the United States. I know we want to act like oil is the enemy of everything, but what's going to happen with these batteries for these Teslas and all these other, uh, you know, remote vehicles? I mean, you know, these vehicles that are gasless, right? What's going to happen to these? In 10 to 15 years, the battery is going to die. 
all the effort, time, and stuff that has to be created to deal with that is detrimental to the United States of America and basically to any country. Honestly, it's not good. It isn't. We need to do a better job of telling the truth here. And I'm sorry, but electric cars aren't the answer. Not right now. And I'm sorry, but the cost of living just continues to rise. And the salaries aren't catching up to what you're paying to live in these places. Now, I'm not talking about me. And I'm not talking about Skip. We both earn a certain amount of money. And we're not living in a bad predicament. We can go wherever we want. We can travel wherever we want. We can buy whatever we want. We can eat whatever we want. We can order all the streaming apps. We can order football games and baseball games and plane tickets and go on really nice vacations. We can do all of that stuff. I'm not talking about us. So I want to point out that everybody's going to get exactly what they deserve. If you voted democratically this election, then be prepared for what's going to happen when you go to the grocery store because everything was already higher. I'm still going to get gas in my car regardless of how much it costs. Yeah, I might be upset, but I can still afford to get it. I still might hate the fact that milk is like $7, but I'm still going to buy it. And I might hate the fact that the sushi I like is 20 bucks and the price hasn't gone down. But I'd like to point out that everybody that fell into the trap and voted democratically deserve everything that's coming and there's no sympathy and I just don't care you made your bed so lay in it lay in that bed with John Fetter woman remember when he made that comment that's disrespectful to women and I want you to be aware that Democrats are okay with erasing what a woman is so they can have men dressed up in women costumes pretending like they're women trying to run women Olympics and win beauty contests A man is not a woman. Can we get back to reality? The Bible and Jesus Christ does not okay this. And when God comes back, he will have his reign. And what side of this do you actually want to be on? Please don't use your sexuality as a reason for you to get away with some nasty, nasty things. Oh, and before I get off this topic, Paul Pelosi is a liar. And Nancy Pelosi, guess what? It might not be a red wave, but we're waving goodbye to you. And you're likely not ever coming back. Just saying. Bye, bye, and bye. And I also got to tell you, in 2024, there's going to be more Democratic Senate seats coming to play. So it's likely that you're not going to win that either. And I'm sorry, there's only one winner here. And it's not blue, baby. It's red. So I've got my apples and I've got my watermelons available and I'm laughing because there's no blue fruits, Uh, but you want to pretend like you're all fruity. So I don't know. Anyways, moving on to the next part of our conversation outside of no media allowed today. Love is blind. Is love blind? I think love is blind. When I originally met my husband many, many, many years ago, I really didn't know what love was. Honestly, I was like a teenager. And like, do you actually know what love is when you're that young? No. Like, you might have like an idea of what it is, but it's likely not that. I don't know. I just had a mindset like I'm not going to be in a relationship. I don't care. 
It doesn't matter what happens. Because I was thinking, like, at that point, I was going to college soon. So I was just trying to figure out where do I want to go to college. I really didn't even really have an idea about that. I knew a couple of places I was interested in. But at that point, I wasn't really thinking about I'm going to find a dude I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. It just so happened my best friend, Melissa Wisdom, knew my husband's friend. And so we met each other for the first time. We had been talking to each other on the phone. And I think it was love at first sight. At first, we weren't together. But weeks later, uh, Skip sat with me on the couch in my parents' living room and said to me, I'm breaking up with my girlfriend because I'm falling in love with you. And I did the same thing with my boyfriend at the time. And ever since then, we've been together. We got married a little bit of time after that and uh, we've really been able to enjoy our 20s together and really do things that people only dream about we've been able to you know travel we've been able to have fun together and really enjoy being married with each other and I gotta tell you you should definitely be married for a while before you have children so you get to enjoy that time together because that time where it's just the two of you alone is essential to your development and your growth long term So I'm truly blessed to have that. And I think as the years go by between me and Skip and we check the boxes off every year, we are truly an example of how love is blind because you walk into something and you don't know what it is. And then once you're there, you get to experience it. And experiencing real love is the best feeling in the world. So I'm grateful I'm so humbled by the fact that I get to love my best friend and he loves me. Like, I'm not looking for anything. I found it. And I'm truly lucky. And it's not just me that's lucky. There's a lot of other people that find love. And sometimes it's hidden. And sometimes you don't think you're worthy of it. And sometimes you don't think it's possible. But it's there. You just might have to look a little harder. I'm just saying. Moving on from that to something else. Emotions are okay. It's okay to be emotional. Maybe don't be emotional at your job and don't be emotional for situations that don't require it. I think you have to be careful with your emotions and I think you have to be careful with people in general. Some people aren't worthy of emotions and some people aren't worthy of reactions. I think that it's essential that we are careful with putting our hearts out. Because while I think your heart is beautiful, amazing, and essential it's likely somebody will try to take advantage of that and that part of it is not okay so sometimes you have to share your opinion and and get angry or get mad or get upset and it's okay to do that and other times You can't have emotions. Not everybody deserves that. That's it. It's okay to cry. And you don't have to explain yourself. And it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be upset. I'm not saying being envious because that's a waste of time. And being, like, jealous, that's not a good uh, part of your time being used either. 
if you want things in your life, if you want to aspire to do things and you want to be successful, then you're going to have to really focus and work very hard to get that. Skip said something to me over the weekend that makes a lot of sense. If you want to have growth in your life, then you're going to have to focus on that growth to get that, to succeed. And that's the best advice I could ever get from anybody. I want to do amazing things with my life for my children as we start to have kids because my children are the future of us. And I want them to be different than generation free. Like, I want them to have their own identity. I don't want them to think that they ha- if they're a boy, they have to play with girl clothes. And if they're a girl, they have to play with boy clothes and they want to cut off their genitals or whatever. And the reason I'm bringing it up during this conversation is there's crazy things happening with social media, with politics, with just things that kids should not see. And we have to be very careful. So honestly, be emotional. Standing up for yourself. Standing up for yourself means you know where your limitation is of critique or criticism from people. Because people are always going to critique you and tell you what they don't like, what they do like. Uh, you know, you're going to have uh, a, a time where they're going to want to coach you. But some situations don't require coaching. And sometimes, it's unnecessary. When people think they're more important than they are, they lose sight of the fact that they are replaceable. I like to think that I am irreplaceable because I am priceless. So there's that aspect of it for myself. But as far as a job or employment, I'm definitely replaceable with that because they're going to have to replace me. They're going to have to. So who knows? Like, how do you deal with that? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Don't get caught up accepting people's mistreatment and disrespect because you assume you have to deal with it. No, you don't. You don't have to accept mistreatment and disrespect. I like to think this way. I'm not your doormat, so don't go thinking you could step all over me. Because that's not what I am. Like, don't have your mind thought be like, I'm a cleaner, so I'm going to clean something up for you. Because I'm not that either. Like, for the love of God, get your mind together. You're confused thinking you're going to talk to me like that. Or anybody else at that point. People really need to take responsibility for the things that they say. And I don't want to keep hearing the excuse of maybe they didn't mean to say it like that. What does that mean? Maybe they didn't mean to say it like that. Maybe more people should think about what they're saying and how they're saying it. If they do that, then they won't mess up saying things that are ridiculous. Because I really make sure that I think about something I'm saying before it comes out of my mouth. Like it's a responsibility for me to do that. And for others to claim that other people don't understand that just does not make sense to me. How are you older than me? You have more experience than me, yet you talk like you're incompetent. There's where my question lies. An excuse for bad behavior doesn't make the behavior better. 
you're not going to disrespect people and be disrespectful and rude and try to demean people and be that irritating micromanaging moron and think you're going to get anywhere because micromanaging doesn't do anything it doesn't i'm not a fan of that and i kind of try to get away from that because it doesn't help with longevity it just makes anybody feel like they're they're not good enough and that's not helping with with a business it isn't just saying moving on to the next part of our conversation let anger go you can't be mad you know i almost got angry about something over the last week and you know instead of me getting mad and continuously talking about it over and over again i just had to let it go one no one understood anything i was talking about two people are not responsible and three i can't control what other people say but what i can't control is myself and i know it's not worth my time and people are not worth my time either because if people are going to be stupid and rude and disrespectful and think I'm somebody I'm not, then I'm just going to allow them to think that. Because they're going to think that and then I'm not going to be there for them to think that with. There's that. No apologies and I don't care. I'm not giving anger to people that don't deserve my time. Quite frankly, um, um, you're around me for a reason. If, if I'm not gaining something out of it, what are we talking about? Unless you're family... Or I'm at work, like, what are we doing? And even if I'm at work, like, I'm at work. So, like, there's got to be, like, a checkpoint and a cutoff point. I Like, you can't let people get you angry. You can't be the person that just allows somebody to turn all your day upside down and take your happiness away. Misery loves company. And hate loves to burn down joy. I'm not going to be a victim of anger. I'm not going to ruin Honestly. Getting mad isn't worth it. Don't do it. Closet upgrades. That's the next part of our conversation. I do think I need a closet upgrade. I saw like like actual like closets that are like done correctly. And I definitely know mine isn't. Like I just, I think for the size of the closet that we have, the fact that it's in like a, a decent sized apartment, maybe I could like try to reconfigure the way I have things in it. But I don't really have time to do that right now. I kind of want to maybe wait till we buy a property and see what I can do with that, honestly. And we'll see what happens. I'm not sure how I would fix the closet, like how I currently have it. I thought the idea of putting like um, containers in the closet to separate... I don't know. 
like I want to do something in the closet, but then I have to take everything out of it, and there's a lot of crap in my closet. I've, like, separated the summer shoes and flip-flops versus boots and shoes, and I got rid of a lot of my shoes that I don't really wear, but there's a lot of clothes in my closet that I should probably throw away and get rid of. Like, again, like I said, I think I'm really just waiting for a time where I know we're moving. So when we're taking everything and we're getting ready to move and pack up everything, I just throw everything away that I don't need. I think that that is going to be the goal. But I do think having a closet that is, like, configured to your lifestyle. Like, for instance, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. I like to pick my outfits out three to four weeks in advance. So all I'm doing is picking out the outfits I've already picked out and just wear them. Some people like to figure out what they're going to wear in the morning. I know that I'm too picky with my clothes to do that, which is why I started doing that. (laughs) Also, (coughs) prior to working in solely corporate America, I was a teacher. So doing lesson plans and trying to pick out clothes and having feelings like that didn't work. So what did I do? I started doing... You know, picking my outfit out a week in advance, and I went to two weeks. Then I went from two to three, and then, you know, I switched in different uh, um, career paths, and then I just kept doing that because that was easier. I even did that during COVID when we were, like, all locked up, like, picking out your outfit in advance and already having it. I've been doing that for a long time, and I'm not going to apologize that for that because it makes my life easier. So having said that, knowing that that's how I like to operate, I definitely want to car- um, take advantage of doing a closet in a more dynamic, open, versatile way. Also, Skip needs an area in the closet too. So wherever we move, I'm going to have the closet people come in there and really do it up um, amazingly. Next part of our conversation, let's move into the next part of conversation, resting instead of running. Resting instead of running means you're not going to allow yourself to just run around and do a million things if you could just rest. Sometimes sleeping in the bed later is more important than doing this or that. Sometimes going home is more important than going to do something else. You don't always have to be running around. It's okay not to do that. It is. Moving into Star Watch talk. Are you the one? I'm still on first season of that, but I really want to get through more of those episodes to see what happens. Uh, The first season is kind of crazy. Uh, these people have to match up as couples and they have to get a certain amount of lights to win. And it's based off the idea that they're going to win money. I think it's a million dollars that they're all going for, that they're going to have to split between 10 people. I don't know about this show because people, I thought that were matches aren't matches and it's a very unique show, but I'm going to still watch it. Linda said that, um, it gets worse as it stayed on longer, but I'm just going to make that decision for myself and look at it. Um, we'll see what happens. The end of Love is Blind pissed me off. I don't like how they all approach Cole like that, making it seem like he was a bad guy, when indeed he wasn't. At the end of the show, they showed a clip of Ye or Yaz or whatever her name was, Yim. And it showed how she is the reason she didn't eat and it didn't have anything to do with Cole. 
she was so rude to him and just so hateful the entire time. And I don't like the idea that you're going to treat a man like that. Is that what we've created the narrative in the United States or in the world that women don't need men? And if men are going to act manly then they don't want them i don't know about you but i want my man to be goofy i don't want him to always know how to do everything and if he's 25 he's likely not going to act like he's 35 let's not do that let's love people for who they are that's what pissed me off about that show and brennan and fat chick daddy married with her attitude just for the love of god and let's not act like bernard and nancy Bro, he legit told Nancy when they were in the bed that he thought another girl was prettier than she was. He did a far worse job with Nancy than uh, Cole treated what's-her-name. And I don't like that. And it wasn't cool how they waited to the end of the show to show that. Honestly, I don't know if I'm going to watch the next season. I'm, I'm really, really not happy with that ending. It's not fair to Cole's character, and it's not fair to what he was saying during the entire show. You're all coming after me. And he was right, because he didn't do anything. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Love is blind. The show's actually blind. Just saying. I don't know if I want to watch Handmaid's Tale. Like, I, I basically have to watch it because I watched last season. So, I don't know if I want to watch it because I'm going to have to, like, sit down and watch 10 hours of it. But I'm going to have to factor that into my schedule at some point. Maybe, if not this week, next week. Or maybe I can get to it next weekend since I have this upcoming week weekend off. So, hopefully, we'll see what happens. Um... I think this is going to be a very interesting season, especially with what happened at the end of last season. And I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Because if you haven't watched Handmaid's Cell, I don't know where you've been, but you need to watch it. Documentaries are cool, too. I'm really starting to like documentaries. I watched the uh, George Floyd documentary by Candace Owens. I've seen the documentary by Matt Walsh about what is a woman, and I really enjoyed that as well. Um, I know you're thinking all I'm talking about is conservative things, but I've watched documentaries on oil and waste and the water and a lot of things. And they really always touch me when I see one. It's based off something that's not good. And I like it. Honestly, we have to do a better job. That's it. And documentaries tell a story that sometimes isn't told. And that's why I like it. And I don't like what happened with Kyrie Irving with the documentary that he worked, watched on Amazon. And to all you crappy actors and actresses that are out there demanding that it be taken down from Amazon, kick rocks. Like Myla, Myra Kunis or whatever the fuck her name is. Sorry, I said a cuss word and I was trying not to. Sorry, mom. You morons are really showing who you are. Like I just said, documentaries tell a story that you're not going to normally get. And honestly, honestly. I like documentaries, and if you haven't tried them, you might want to start. 
Next part of the conversation. The Old Man, which is a show I'm pretty sure I've seen that I really want to watch more of. Honestly, I think that there's a season two of that show and I kind of want to watch it. And there's so much on Apple, but we're not going to talk about that right now. But we're definitely going to talk about more of that this week. Moving on to the next part of our conversation, Big Star. Chili. Chili goes good with anything. You can have chili by itself. You can put chili on a hot dog. You can make a chili sandwich. There's so much you can do with chili. And it's especially important for those colder months throughout the year where you really don't want to do anything but snuggle up with a blanket and get comfortable. And why not do chili, right? Why can't chili be something that you like? I'm just saying it kind of can be. I love chili. Like chili dogs is like one of my favorite types of hot dogs, honestly. And if I could eat that every day, I think I would. Like I just, I love the idea that you could put chili on french fries or tater tots or, and then put cheese over it and melt it and put it in the oven. Or you could really get extremely creative and you can make like a, a chili pot pie or you can make like a chili casserole. You can really get extremely creative and turn something simple into something extraordinary. Yeah, I love chili. You can tell, right? Why variety is key? Variety is key so you're not always eating out and wasting money if you don't need to. Like I said earlier, me and Skip can buy whatever we want. But do I always want to be spending 30 or $40 on dinner all the time? No. Do I like being able to have access to food in the house? Yes. Which is why variety is key. You want to have healthy options and you want to have options that are not healthy and that are bad. <coughs> and that's fine. What veggies are best? I don't know, like all of them. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not really a fan of asparagus. I've tried to like it, but it's not really doing it for me. I'll eat it if it's available. And there's a couple pasta dishes where you have to get that in there. So I'll eat it like the panne alla vodka at uh, whatever the name of that Italian restaurant that we go to um, that we go to is. That's good. Anyways, I don't know. I like broccoli. I like cauliflower. I like spinach. Um, carrots are cool, but that's more so for like soup. Um, I like eating like cold, like small carrots for like a snack. But if we're talking about like um, vegetables as a side, you know, my go to is going to be like green beans because that's like something that's easy to find or corn. Even maybe like those little red potatoes, you cut them in half and you put them in a, um, a little dish and you put them in the oven. You can even put them in the air fryer. <clears throat> We're talking about delicious, man. Delicious. I don't know if I have a favorite vegetable, but I can tell you that I'm not feeling beets. There's something about them. I don't know. I tried to really get into beets when I was vegan, but I couldn't do it. Like, it wasn't my go-to. I tried, though. One pot balsamic chicken is delicious. Dude, so you put the chicken in there. Then you do the balsamic. 
Then you do the like spinach. Then you add in like a red, little bit of a red sauce. Then you add butter and you mix everything together. It looks delicious. And if you, and you put it over rice or whatever you want, you should try it. Broccoli cheddar soup. I just told you about broccoli. You can either use frozen broccoli or you can use like a, a head of broccoli and chop it up into little pieces. Get some cheese cheddar, mozzarella. You just mix it in together. You can do more than just those two cheeses. In fact, I'd recommend you do more than just two cheeses. Um, if you want to go the German route, get some German cheese. Do a lot of things that are going to be very, very flavorful. And you kind of just mix it together and you can add some... Uh, like a to make it thicker consistency, not like whole milk, but like maybe some sort of like uh yogurt to it, so it has like more of a flavor base to it. And you really want to really stir everything around, especially if you're going to put it into a, a one pot cooker, and you really want to give it the taste that it's been like stewing for a long time. I don't know, as someone that likes broccoli cheddar soup. The idea that I get to make it myself sounds fun. Anyways, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this Monday pod of Born to be a Star. And don't forget your star wherever you are. For what it's worth, I only said one bad word today, and I said it because it made me mad. I'm supporting Kyrie Irving, and I'm supporting Kanye West. And I think others have to support them as well. The NBA is an embarrassment to the United States of America, and we need to stop punishing people for expressing themselves because that's the idea of freedom of speech you get to say whatever you want and think whatever you want the fact that the united states is trying to fear monger people into not speaking their mind is a problem men aren't women and women aren't men okay there's that god's real there's that there's Trans people aren't better than regular people. And just because you're confused about your sexuality and you need to go to a therapist doesn't mean that you have to shove down my throat that you want to get a sexual body change. Please stop. Can we be adults? Can we do a change? There's children here. They're going to grow up. Let's protect them. It's our responsibility as adults to make a better world for the kids of the world. And I want my nephew and my nieces to live in an amazing world. Don't you? I dare you to be better. I dare you. And happy holidays, everybody, because there's Christmas trees everywhere. I'm really getting that feeling. I'll see you tomorrow on Tuesday. Thank you for tuning in, as always, to Born to be a Star. And don't forget that you are a star wherever you are.